you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friend old Steve here. Van Larson. And welcome back to Going In Rock Countout. I'm back, Larson. I'm right here. And we're in the no, we're just we shot this in the van. We shot this like a month ago. Yeah, hopefully more than a month ago. Still accurate. I mean, between June fourteenth and July twentieth, hopefully more. Uh, a wrestler who's not on this this list doesn't like fall off the edge of the earth. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because that would do two things. That, yeah. that would be the end of that wrestler. It also prove there was a flat earth. Oh my goodness. Hope that doesn't happen in the next six weeks. That was a, anyways, yeah. So uh, we're doing. We figured uh, we're taking the week off. I'm still in Europe. Larson's sitting on his couch at home. We figured uh, let's just shoot a bunch of stuff in advance, so we still have something going on the channel. Yeah, we kind of have to do that. Yeah. Otherwise, you guys know that we've been doing this all week. Yesterday we had uh, the top ten wrestlers who had the best 2019 so far, and now we're gonna do the wrestlers who have had poo poo 19 uh, so far. So far. Yeah. But, you know, there's still about six months left. They could be turned around. Oh, yeah. I hope they all turn around. I hope so, too. I hope everybody on the best list ends up having the worst second half of 2019. And everybody on this list. No, 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 no. This is what I hope. I hope at the end of the year when we revisit these lists. Yeah. We don't have to do a worst one at all. Everybody. Everybody. Turns their 2019 around and has a great 2019. Everybody profits. Yeah. Yeah. Including us. Because when the business is good, our business is good. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, let's just get on with it. Sure, Larson. let's get into it. Here we go. Top 10 wrestlers who have had the worst 2019 so far. Number 10. 10. Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. So uh, they were feuding for U.S. title heading into 2019. Uh, Rusev was champion heading into Rumble pre-show. Yeah. Nakamura beat him for the title at Rumble pre-show. Uh, the, the following SmackDown, two days later, is when R-Truth beat Nakamura for the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. Rusev went in there. Uh, challenged R-Truth for a title match. R-Truth accepted, successfully retained the title. Yeah. And then Rusev turned heel, beating up R-Truth and seemed to form like a tenuous alliance with Nakamura. Yeah. Like their goal, the goals were, their goals were the same, uh, get U.S. title back. Mm -hmm. So they decided, I guess, their best approach to get U.S. title back was to join forces. To become a tag team. Yeah, that's what it eventually was, yeah. the tag team. They yeah. were in a SmackDown tag team title match at WrestleMania, which they didn't win, and they've basically not been on TV ever since. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. There was that brief spell. I think that was that this year during that last U.S. title reign of Nakamura's where they weren't doing anything with him, and then there was that one photo shoot where he had some like uh, Statue of Liberty type stuff on or whatever, and it was like the United States of Nakamura. No, towards the end 2018, I think. Yeah, and then they didn't even do anything with that at all. Like, what the heck was that even? No. And then, uh, and yeah, and it's been it's been awful. He's man, what golly? How are you gonna? We just saw him in a dark match against Finn Balor. He has been lately 
on the house show circuit a couple matches including uh, some triple threats mm-hmm. uh against Finn Balor and Mustafa Ali and Mustafa Ali for the Intercontinental title so maybe and then of course there is that open spot to be uh fighting Alistair Black I think yes. that's a feud that could be killer that would be great um but there's also I mean there's a lot of people and we're going to talk about some of these other people also on SmackDown who uh who just aren't on TV there's only Sorry, so many right, spots yeah they're not on TV at all and it's a bummer. I mean, you have you have someone of, uh, of Nakamura's immense charisma and talent. You know, one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. One of the most charismatic performers in the world. Yeah. And he's relegated to dark matches. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. He's really good. I would like to see him on TV uh, wrestling. Yeah, me too. Uh, and then if we pivot over to Rusev and, of course, Lana... You know, again, tons of charisma, tons of chemistry. We've always loved their work on mm-hmm, TV. Mm-hmm. Um, they had the Rusev Day thing, which was insanely over. They never that was never properly capitalized yeah, they never on. Capitalized on that. Um, uh, the, they seemed like they were going to do something maybe interesting when they uh, had uh, Aiden English uh, with Rusev, and like they were going to do like a three person faction mm-hmm. with him, Rusev, and Lana. Um, because that would have been incredibly over. Instead, they had Aiden English turned heel, and there was that kind of funny bit, but then it was all kind of clumsy thereafter, and of course, Rusev went over quickly. And he's, even just over the last 365 days, his career has been aimless when he's been on TV. I don't think we've really seen him since WrestleMania on television. I can't recall an instance, and if there is, it's been few and far between. Yeah, I don't remember. It's awful. I think you're right. It's been awful. Yeah. I don't know what he's been doing on the house show circuit, but uh, you know, especially with recent call-ups and, and additions via superstar shakeup plus wild card rule. Mm. I mean, it, it, it seems like both of these guys are gonna have a hard time making the way to television anytime soon. I'm I'm more optimistic unless they start about, feuding with Roman Reigns. Yeah, I know. I'm more optimistic about Shinsuke. I think the the house show circuit might give us an indication, but like you said, Rusev, I haven't heard anything about him Mm-mm. on the house show circuit or anything. They were uh, were they in the 51 man? I'm sorry, maybe you mentioned this. Were they in the the battle royal? They had to have been in the 51 man battle royal. Yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Wa- I didn't watch the show yet. Apart from the Goldberg Undertaker match, I mean, we'll talk they, about that more later. They, they had to have been in you that would think match, so, right? just based on the, the <laughs> okay. you know the map of it. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember if I've seen any of their uh, any of their social media link to that stuff. So hold on, I, I can know. check real fast. All right. Um. Yeah. No. I would. I mean. I, I think that uh, either Alistair Black or Finn Balor would be killer. Just mm-hmm. killer. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're about to go on that uh, Japan tour. Yeah. You would think you'd be a featured player there. You would think so. But I, I don't. Yeah. Nakamura was in the Battle Royal. And okay. And Rusev. And Rusev well. was too. Okay. All right. So that's the first we see. I mean, that it's two people time. out of 51. So, you yeah. know, that's not really a special thing. Mm-mm. The Singh brothers were in the Battle Royal. So, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So, not still not a good spot. Anyways, let's just continue on. Yeah, let's move on. Number nine. Nine. Robert Roode. I mean, he gained a mustache this year. That's cool, I guess. Well, that look th- on his face, though, kind of says it all. It really does. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what the conversation was backstage in creative when they said, hey, number one, do you think he just pitched the mustache? Do you think he did the mustache? And then they were like, okay, well, let's just, like, instead of Bobby, we'll call you Robert, and you get a mustache, and then... Uh, and then now, now you're kind of a bad guy, kind of. Yeah, and that lasted all about a week, and then he's he's been a loser locker room ever since. He's been in he's in the twenty four seven division, which is a, which is look, it's it's, en- it's entertaining, but there's really only three people really 
who are getting anything out of that. That's our truth, Carmella and Jinder Mahal. Mm-hmm. Nobody and Drake and Drake Maverick. And Drake, yeah, maybe EC3, maybe and maybe maybe depending EC3. if they go any further with the elevator stuff. But like every time, every time you see them, you just see you see Robert Roode at the back of the uh, of the line, pretty much <laughs> at the back of the line, man. Like, well, I have to do this, yeah. But I'll just kind of hide out in the back. Maybe people won't notice me. Well, like I noticed him. He did do this uh, when they were all trying to get in the elevator. He was too late to get in the elevator. He just went like this, like. He's he is doing he's not just he's he, not phoning it in like EC3 apparently was during his entrance. It's so bad. It is bad. It's so bad. So uh but Bobby Roode, Bob Roode entered 2019 as a tag team champion with Chad Gable. Yeah. And then they lost 205 those. lives Chad Gable. Now 205 lives. Yes. And then they lost those titles to Revival February 11th. Yeah. Um right after Mania they kind of turned heel when they beat up Ricochet. And then about 2 weeks later um, he shaved his beard, changed mm-hmm. his name to Robert Roode, uh, handed Ricochet his first main roster main roster loss. Yeah. Sorry, um, and uh, that was kind of like the high point of his 2019 right there. Yeah, so I believe Ricochet beat him in a rematch. Well, yeah. Ricochet. Here, so here's the sequence: Robert Roode beat Ricochet. The next week, Ricochet came out and became a participant in uh, Money in the Bank. So he got a spot, even though he just lost a match. Mm-hmm. And then didn't Ricochet then be the next week? He beat Bobby Roode. He beat Bob Roode. Yeah. Um, and then he landed and he was like, yep. loser's locker room. He was point. the second ever 24-7 champion. He beat Titus for it. Yeah. And then he was pretty much instantly pinned. Not instantly, no. There was that bit backstage where Bob Roode gets in the trunk of the car. Yeah. And then our truth listen about the pins. Is there, no, let me ask you this. So we've sort of talked about this. Let's, let's, for each of these entries, let's do this. So for the last one, we sort of indicated Nakamura. There's, you know, he, he would be instantly, he's not been so buried that he can't come back from it. It's totally believable yeah, for him to entirely, challenge Alistair Black. Yeah, it's entirely possible. It's entirely possible for any number of things for Nakamura and Rusev to a degree because we're sort of used to having Robert Roode has been. Buried to such a degree. Oh yeah, it'd be hard for him to get make his way out of that. I could see the crowd getting behind EC3, for example. Mm-hmm. The crowd would totally get behind him because mm-hmm. there's those are the two names I think in the loser locker room right now that really shouldn't be there. You know, like Jinder, he it makes sense for him to be in a comedy thing with our truth. It totally, makes totally. sense. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, who are some other guys in loser locker room? Uh, Heath Slater makes sense for him yeah, to be yeah, there. Yeah, they're like Cedric Alexander shouldn't be. There. Oh no, 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 he shouldn't be there. No, not at all. The crowd would totally get behind EC3. I don't know if anybody could get behind Robert Roode or or really believe him as a credible threat at this Not point. Not this juncture now, which is unfortunate. It would take like a complete rebrand. I don't know what it would take at this point. He'd like have to, I, He'd have to shave the mustache off and have no facial yeah, hair. Yeah, I, I hate using... Change his name to something else entirely. Bill Roode. I hate using the term buried, but my God. Pretty, that's pretty much been the case. This is like, this is actual buried. I think at this juncture, it's safe to say that... Bob Roode is is the most bungled NXT call up. Given what his ceiling was, where he was it in NXT, should have been on the main roster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people have pointed at the Ascension because they had the belts for a while. They they had the week that was like the one of the I know it was like they had the belts for like a year. But if you actually look at all their matches and who they were against, it was it was before takeovers were takeovers. Yeah, it wasn't the stiffest of competition. Yeah, at the same time, I mean, not to you know. Uh, Speak ill of tag team wrestling, so I like tag team wrestling. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 the tag division isn't held in terribly high esteem, high esteem within WWE anyways. Right. 
and it's not like they're the war raiders. No. You know, it's not like it's, you, you bring in war machine and you do what you do to them now. Yeah, that, that's that. That's a bigger tragedy than the Incension, to be yeah. honest. The Incension at least got TV time immediately. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was terrible, but at least they were on TV. They were trying to do something with them. It ended up completely sabotaging. But them. no, I think Robert Root is the poster boy for bad call-ups. Mm-hmm. I think there's, I can't, there's no debate. I don't think, Mm-mm. I don't think there could be any debating that. No, no. Um, so I, I don't know what it would take for him. I think that his his you have to go back to the impact at this point. Uh, I mean, that's one thing right now. He's gonna he's getting he's actually getting a direct deposit, and they're and they're pretty pro, probably no. Pretty he's probably good. making decent money. Yeah. But. If I mean, yeah, impact, <laughs> no man. I mean, look, all elite. Yes, maybe all elite. Yeah, maybe he can join Tyler Breeze and his uh, tag team partner back in NXT. Um, wait, Tyler Breeze's tag team partner? Oh, you didn't see that? That might have aired by now. That might have aired by now. Yeah, the the last tapings. Of oh 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 no, I didn't see oh, you that. Didn't see that? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, don't okay, don't tell me. No, I didn't see it. Ooh, right. exciting. I'm not gonna look at spoilers. I'll probably ask you after this. Hopefully, it aired by now. Otherwise, oops. Number eight. Anyway, move on. Just move on. Bob Reed, go back to NXT. Number eight. Eight. Two hundred five live main eventers. So both Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy were called with the main roster during the Superstar Shakeup post Mania. Cedric to Raw, Buddy to SmackDown. Uh, I believe Cedric's had one match on the main roster since his call up, a losing effort against Cesaro. Yeah. Uh, Buddy, uh, apart, apart from his old introductory promo. Yeah. Haven't seen him. No. Um, he had an off ca- uh, an off air. Promo, uh, yeah, an unaired promo in front of a live crowd on SmackDown. Where he called out Mustafa Ali. Right. Speaking of which, I do believe you can actually add him uh, to this group of 205 Live main eventers. Um, obviously, he was super prominent there on 205 Live. Got called to SmackDown. Had massive momentum behind yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just prior to WrestleMania, no, prior to Elimination Chamber, Elimination Chamber, uh, he yeah. suffered an injury, concussion. And was replaced by Kofi Kingston, and we all know what happened with Kofi Kingston. Yeah, yeah. Evidently, uh, Mustafa Ali, it's sort of rumored that he might have been a part of that WWE title match. I forget, was that supposed to be Kevin Owens? It was supposed to be Kevin Owens or WrestleMania, but uh, Mustafa was supposed to have that spot in Elimination Chamber. He was supposed to have that long run in that gauntlet match. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, Before Elimination Chamber. Um, and I think he might have had a title opportunity at Fastlane lined up. Yeah, and if the crowd... Look, we all know Mustafa Ali... Hits it out of the park every oh, yeah. single time. Oh, he's fantastic. I could see, maybe not to the same degree, but I could totally see the crowd responding to him in such a way that it would turn a lot of heads and maybe, maybe would have made that Mania match a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, for that WWE title. Um, and you, you never know. You, you do not know. Sky's the limit with that guy. Oh, totally. Uh, well, and, Sky's the limit with all, all three of them. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, Buddy Murphy's fantastic. Cedric Alexander is fantastic. Um, I believe Cedric's been on main event. Um, but he's Yeah, been, he, he claims on Twitter that he should be the main event champion. Yeah. He wants to bring his main event title to yeah, 205. Yeah, he's also tweeted, I miss 205 Live. And uh, either I miss wrestling or I still wrestle or something to that effect. He said, I miss wrestling. And he said, uh, "I can't believe they waited until I was gone to take to get Chad Gable to two hundred five yeah, yeah. live." Yeah, it's an absolute shame. I mean, you can you can sort of rank the order of shame here. Obviously, it's Buddy Murphy is the most shame because he hasn't had a, t- a TV match yet. He had a backstage uh, backstage sit, promo, a sit down promo. promo. Yeah, um, and uh, he's back to being the best kept secret because everybody much. wants to see him, but nobody knows about him. That matters apparently. Uh, Cedric Alexander is on main event. At least he's wrestling. Yeah. Uh, to the 10 people who watch main event. And he's 
chasing that 24-7 title. And then Mustafa Ali has been somewhat regularly involved. Uh, He wasn't going into mania. Here's the thing about Mustafa Ali. Vince already knows about him. Yeah. So he knows about him. It's just a matter of placing him. But I imagine he is much higher on the priority list. But I think he's another casualty of the wild card rule. So unless you're feuding with Roman, pretty much. Yeah. uh, Odds are you're not going to get a lot of TV time. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's an absolute shame. It is. Number seven. Seven. Bully Ray. This all has to do with that weird encounter. Uh, so uh, there's a Twitter thread by a this fan who was at a Ring of Honor show. Endlessly amuses it's me. Weird. <laughs> so he was saying this 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 fan who posted this his account on Twitter saying that you know he was kind of uh, uh, talking a little bit trash to the heels at a Ring of Honor show, um, and he mentions that uh, some of the heels he was talking trash to was Allure. Yeah. Um, and then uh, after talking trash. Uh, he gets taken backstage by security mm-hmm. and gets put in a room and in walks Bully Ray. Yeah. <laughs> and according to this fan's account, uh, Bully Ray proceeded to intimidate him into keeping his mouth shut. According to Bully Ray, it was a very friendly chat. But he didn't dispute the, the, the worst <laughs> the part of the story, of which was he had security bring a fan backstage so he can have a talking to with Right! Him, which is horribly inappropriate. Right! Horribly inappropriate. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. If someone's being a disturbance... Security escorts them out of the facility. That's how it works. Yeah. They don't get taken backstage to get a talking to by a wrestler. For big sausage fingers to be in your hand, in no. your face. No. For some sort of awkward meet and greet. Yes. Like, that's, that's no, man. No, you don't do that. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd pay a little bit extra to do, like, a meet and greet, but not for a stern talking to. No, no. Man. But then I'm not at shows, like, you know, harassing people. And there's been all sorts of different reports. Yeah, yeah, Like, there's lots of eyewitnesses who are then tweeting after the fact, saying, well, this happened. The, the fan is making him out to be a little less of a dick than he actually was. Yeah. Uh, and then, but, you know, the bottom line is what you said is absolutely true. If, if somebody is crossing a line, kick them out of the show. Yep. If they're not crossing a line, let them be, you know. Or it's, it, it, if they're most decidedly crossing the line, Kick them out. If they're towing over the line, have a talking to with them. Security, have a talking to with them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Say, you need, you need to stop this or we're going to remove you from the facility. Yeah. And if he's not crossing the line, then there's no reason to talk to him. Eye contact from security guard and say, bring it down a notch. Yeah. And you're good. Not bring him back. You're opening yourself up to just... All sorts of potential liability issues. Yeah. What this fan said, oh, Bully Ray hit me. Yeah. Put his hands on me. Put on a cowboy hat and... And touch me in the shower. <laughs> wow, uh, that's 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 litigation. You never know what exactly. These, you know? No, I know what you mean. That's litigation. <laughs> Ring of Honor. That's a JBL Edge reference. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's litigation. That Ring of Honor. I'm sure it doesn't want to deal with. Right. So yeah, it it puts it puts it put Bully Ray and the company he works for in a bad situation potentially, and it's completely avoidable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, there is also the matter of his booking, which we'll get to in this next entry. Number six, Enzo and Kaz. Oh, and Enzo and Kaz XL. I'm not gonna. That's their new name. Yeah, I know, man. But they I had wasn't, it on a shirt. I wasn't about to write that. They down. had it on a shirt. They were trying Look, to sell. Look, bro, they're There's Enzo on a shirt and Kaz. They were trying to sell. They may buy shirt. Doubtful. Look, man, they're Enzo and Kaz. So this is the deal. <laughs> there was a tag match. I believe it was a. Triple threat? Four, 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 four corners. Oh, four corners. Yeah, yeah, it was four corners. Yeah, it was. Marty and... Well, uh, it was Villain Enterprise. It was PCO and uh, Brody yeah. King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Briscoes. It's not Rules an of evil. Destiny. It's not an evil. Yeah. 
uh, it was a title versus title, uh, IWGP tag titles and Ring of Honor tag titles all up for grabs. At? G1 Supercard. Yeah. Um, right as the match ended, right as Gorilla's a Destiny won, yeah. um, there was a commotion in the ringside area. Mm-hmm. Someone had apparently jumped the guardrail mm-hmm. and started attacking the Briscoes. And you kind of get a whiff of it on TV, but of course social media started oh, they cut, up. But they cut away pretty much immediately. Yeah, and right, right. Colt Cabana looking over trying to see what's going on. But yeah, yeah, you get like a whiff of it, like I said. It's all over Twitter. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's Enzo and Cass. Yes. And apparently what was supposed to happen was a push mm-hmm. and just to get some buzz talking. Yeah. Yeah. Not for them necessarily to jump the barricade, uh, start attacking the Briscoes, and have seemingly uh, Mark and Jay Briscoe beat the hell out of them. Right. Yeah. Because that's what it seemed like. It had Bully Ray was even out there getting his hands on them. Um, it turned into a huge embarrassment for Ring of Honor because no one likes Enzo and Cass. It felt like a really bad test balloon. You know? Yeah. That's what it was. It was a very, it was a very, very poorly executed sort of pilot. For a potential Enzo and Cass appearance in Ring of Honor. Yeah. And, of course, it absolutely went nowhere because everybody... Because here's the thing. <clears throat> Within moments, it, it became obvious that it was just a work, that they were sort of doing this to feel it out. If you just put two and two together, it was obvious what was going on. Yeah. And... uh and, some buzz yeah. going on social media make, media make it seem real because TV cameras weren't covering it. Right. And then when it, it, it came out that, like, you know, this was pitched to Ring of Honor and the, the super high-ups... Like the idea, and so they went with it, even though like a bunch of the people below the higher ups were not into this idea. And there is also the matter that uh, apparently no one else involved in that angle knew it was going on. So Grills of Destiny were not informed that it was going to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that that's just... so. But again, it's a situation where, uh, I mean, I'm assuming Tomatonga looked over, saw his Enzo, was like, "All right, I'm not dealing with this." I think weren't they told that something was going to happen? Maybe, but they didn't. They were. I think that was the thing. I think that the everybody else was said, "Hey, they're going to do a thing afterwards." And so at that point, I mean, I'm sure that Tomatonga was like, "Oh, that's the thing," and that's why he like reacted the way he did because yeah. it was with utter. It was like it was like part. It was like part pity, part disgust. Well, he went backstage and threw the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship on the ground. I wonder if he would have done that anyways. I don't know if he didn't see Enzo and Cass. He said he more or less said, "To hell with this belt! I'm a two. I'm a double IWGP tag team champion." <laughs> this is garbage. It's great. <laughs> oh man! And of course, it seemed to be that was a Bully Ray thing, right? He's like very yeah, heavily so, involved yeah, in the he's creative. Getting, apparently, he's getting more hands on with creative at there, Ring yeah. of Honor. So yeah. he, again, he sort of put two and two together. Chances are, this is like a Bully Ray thing, mm-hmm. just like a lure coming in and being yeah. pushed. Yeah. Um, so right after this, NZO and Cass XL. Would you please refer to them as Enzo and Cass? No, they're NZO and Cass XL now because they're trying to sell shirts with those names on it and some other crap. Wait, my name is Cass. What? Kaz XL. XL. But I'm like bigger than I should be like 7XL because I'm seven foot tall. Yeah, why is he just content being XL? Yeah, why aren't you talking as Enzo right now? Hey, 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 Kaz. Hey, how you doing? Wait, no. Hey, Enzo. NZO. What? NZO. NZO. Yeah. I thought that guy was an ECW. No, it's right here in front of you. Hey. <laughs> I'm real one. I'm the real one. <laughs> Oh man, that's just that's just my rap name though. I'm Enzo when I do the wrestling. I'm Enzo, but otherwise I'm real one. Enzo, I'm but I'm a real one. Anyways, we haven't seen him since, so that's a good thing. Yeah, they tried to re- they tried to sort of ignite this feud on like to reignite it or to to, to like kick it and see if it'll do the the pads no, no, or whatever. It's when you're on like Survivor and people are rubbing the hell of those two sticks to try to start fire. <laughs> Are naked and afraid. Yeah, and they're like, I can't. I should have brought a fire starter with me. And so, like Cass did, 
a like a Twitter promo on a video. Hey, who the f are you talking to, Tamatanga or whatever? And then Tamatanga was like, he did some videos saying that he he stopped Enzo from coming to the locker room because he thinks Enzo's a cancer. I don't know how much that's real, how much that's fake. I don't know if Tom Atong is just playing along. Maybe he can make some money off him. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's singing. That dude's getting a beef with what culture? So Yeah, I know. <laughs> he'll, he'll seemingly get into beef with anybody at this point. Maybe. But um, He but, just yeah. seemed too excited to be involved in all that, though. No, no, he didn't. No. Which is completely understandable. He seems excited to be in the thing with what culture, though. Yeah, man. He stalks them. <laughs> he, like, follows them around. The heck? Uh, that'd be terrifying. He just like shows that he like comes through that door over there. Well, that'd be even more creepy because we'd have to come through a window because there's no door into the office in that room. I know. He just came in and hung out here. Anyways, moving on. Number five. Five. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Bill Goldberg. Where's his name? Right there. There's Goldberg's name. Bill Goldberg. So this is all due to his match at Super Showdown, Look which was awful. That's a that's a that's a very sad picture. Right it is. There. That's amplified after in black and white. He runs headfirst into the ring post, concusses himself, busts himself open, knocks himself out, and subsequently has one of the worst matches in recent WWE memory. Enters WWE the matches. pantheon of terrible, terrible matches. Um, yeah, this was obviously. Uh, so it's funny because there was sort of. Uh, 
you know, it, it was reported later that, you know, he brought his wife and son mm-hmm. out again. That was one of the stipulations for bringing him out to Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Also, probably a ton of money. And yeah. he probably had a, a good idea. He was probably, oh, this would be cool. Gold, uh, Goldberg versus Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, dream he match. Se- he yeah. seems like the kind of guy who would appreciate that. And, of course, there was the massive, massive payday he obviously got for yeah, doing totally, this. Totally. Um, but, and, you know, he the dude went out, you know, on he was out on his feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he had rubber legs after, after going head first in that ring post. But really, I really mean, had no business being in the ring after that. Was the match really going to be? It was never going to be good. And that was another report that came out is that a lot of people were sort of shocked that it went more than five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this was like eight minutes, and uh, oh, it really should have been like the perfect template was like that first Brock. Uh, Goldberg well, even match. their their Mania match mm-hmm. it was like yeah. five minutes, and that was entertaining. Yeah, but uh, this was not. This was kind of depressing to see because. Yeah, Undertaker, which is it's been sad to see his body break down over the last six, seven, eight years yeah. in front of us. Yeah, and the level of his performance have dropped has dropped tremendously. And then Goldberg, who really has wrestled three matches in the last fifteen years, yeah, um, comes out and the booking of the match initially was decent. It's a couple mm-hmm. spears, mm-hmm. Um, but it, once Goldberg hit his head in that ring post. Everything went south real fast. And it's funny because in the newsletter when covering it, Dave Meltzer was talking about how, you know, if this was any other match, they would have stopped it on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, had yeah. You, was, had you heard the story about uh, Triple H no, stopping? No, Daniel Bryan, no. I had not heard that It's kind of interesting to go back and watch that and see how mm-hmm. it went down because it was mm-hmm. on Raw, apparently. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, any in any other event. And, I mean, you know, things like things happen like – you know, like the uh, the Silver King thing, how he passed yeah, away yeah, in the yeah. ring, and like yeah. it took forever for someone to come out there. And yeah. the fact that they're not, pre- you got two guys who are like fifty years old in that ring, and you're and you're not keeping a close. It's like man, you you're know not what? keeping a close eye on that to monitor the situation yeah, yeah, yeah. in case something happens. One of these guys can have a heart attack in that. Oh, ring, I know. You know, I know. And it's a bummer that you know once they saw the Goldberg had no legs. Even if you want to try to get a finish for the fans, you don't have to just say, all right, call the match. Just have someone backstage tell the ref, all right, finish. Go home now. Taker hits, chokes, slam, pins him, done. Or, and then, then you, you avoid those two spots where people got dropped in their heads. I mean, I know this is sort of silly, but have a third wrestler run out and you do like some sort of weird wonk. And then maybe you can pick up the story down the line yeah, for like maybe. a sequel or something. I don't know. You're right. I mean, you, you got to do something. You got to do something, man. I get that this is a lot of money. I get it's a dream match, and I get that it's the main event of yeah, like a big Saudi health, show. Health, though. But health, though. like I always say, you, you got to try to take the worst case scenario off the table. Worst case scenario is somebody dies during mm-hmm. this main event. You got to take that off the table. Mm-hmm. You have to. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, yeah, Goldberg, not a great return for Goldberg, and he even tweeted out, you know, hey, hey guys, I'm sorry, apologizing to his fans for. But also, man, you can't be knocking your head into a door before a match. You, sh- you shouldn't be doing that. Should be doing that, and then subsequently knocking your head into a ring post. I mean, if that's an accident, that's one thing. Yeah. But ramming his head into a door, that's not even an accident. Yeah, that's unnecessary. I mean, that's unnecessary. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on, Larson. Yes, let's Number move on. four. For Tommaso Ciampa. So he was having a pretty damn great 2018. Oh, yeah. In early 2019. Huge. Huge. Um, he took part in these kind of weird... Uh, call-ups that happened in February 2019 where Aleister Black, Ricochet, Johnny Gargano, and himself were all kind of called up um, seemingly because Vince said, hey, Triple H, I want your four best wrestlers. And so instead of bringing him up within the context of any storyline, 
they just did a PowerPoint presentation at the head of the show, introduced yes. by Triple H, who yes. looked like he didn't want to be there. He probably didn't. Like all that waste, like the four biggest names, and you're just wasting them. Mm-hmm. No stories. Just mm-hmm. oh, you're gonna see them in action tonight uh, because Dad wants it. Yeah. And uh, and so yeah, he came in. They had to sort of do this weird, like not acknowledge that him and Gargano were in this super complex character based feud slash alliance uh, I mean, it was basically shakespearean yeah and then they're on main roster is just like oh yeah we're kind of not acknowledging each other but we kind of are but we're, but we're a tag team now yeah yay diy yeah and they wrestled a couple tag team matches but then on march 6th dave Meltzer reported that champa was dealing with a neck injury that they were hoping that he could kind of work through until take over new york um and then uh heal up well it got to the point where he had to have surgery wb later confirmed this report um, and then on the March 20th edition of NXT, uh, Ciampa officially vacated the title. And by that point, he had already had surgery. Yeah. He did appear on the pre-show at the last TakeOver in Bridgeport. He also appeared at the conclusion of NXT TakeOver New York yeah. after Gargano won the title yeah. to celebrate with him. Yeah. During the uh, the pre-show at Bridgeport, he, uh, he gave a bit of an update. He says, I've been cleared for non-contact physical activity in mm-hmm. the ring, I guess, so mm-hmm. he can start... Running the ropes, yeah, and stuff, and he's been working out, lifting. Um, he's posted videos on Twitter of him mm-hmm. working out and rehabbing. Yeah, so, so I don't know if there's, I don't know, <clears throat> I don't know if the prognosis is in stone in terms of, yeah, you, you will be good to come back. So mm-hmm. I, I would imagine he's got to do some level of, you know, uh, rehab. Still oh yeah, I mean, uh, before they can actually, yeah, the neck say, is a tricky You're thing. good to go. Yeah, he has to. Do re- I'm sure would have to do rehab, and then after taking bumps, be reevaluated to see how his his neck responds to. Trauma, essentially. And then he's got to do, I would imagine, he's got to do some sort of self-reflection as well. The WWE schedule is so hard. Whether you're in NXT or on main roster, I mean, those matches are tough. Yep. All those, yep. <laughs> you know, DDTs on, uh, draping DDTs on aprons on and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. I know. Like, you really have to be careful with that stuff. And he's got, like, a new kid. Mm-hmm. got a newborn, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Hopefully hopefully he does whatever is best for him. Yes. He's a tremendous talent. He's been oh, in this yeah. business for a very long time. Um, they could do a lot with medicine these days, and, and he is he's a super fit guy. No, he is, yeah. and a hell of a talent. So mm-hmm. it would be great to see him back in the ring. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Number three. Three. EC3. Oh, well done. Fitting. You put him here at number three. Fitting, isn't Good it? Good job. Isn't yeah. it? So he was called up. From NXT in late 2018, I believe December 17th is when they uh, had the slideshow presentation. And of all of all that batch of call-ups, <clears throat> which just seemed like they were just bringing up whoever, he actually had a really cool little video package to yeah, introduce a, him. He, he pulled his pants down and you saw his butt with his trunks on. With his trunks on, yeah. It wasn't yeah. bare butt cheeks. No. Yeah. Yeah, it was, the, it, was the most, it was the cleverest and funniest one of the, the announcement little video. And it really, yes. within a minute... Told us who he was. Totally. And it was awesome. But then we didn't see him. Then we didn't see him at yeah. all. And I mean, like, I think those particular call ups that happened then were just wrestlers in NXT they really didn't have storylines for going on in NXT. Or at like the time. in the case of Nikki Cross, it was pretty much like she on had the, done Yeah, yeah. She had kind of wrapped up yeah. her time there. Um, but none of them were constants on WWE television after that call up. Um, uh, EC3, when he did start showing up on TV, was posing in front of a mirror, mm-hmm. wasn't talking, which is it's far and away, him, yeah. yeah, his his top skill. Yeah. Um, and then he got heat during his brief program with Dean Ambrose. This was the worst. Yeah, because apparently 
uh, EC3 was working these matches face Dean heel, yet the crowd was chanting for Dean. This is after a report to come out and WWE acknowledged that Dean was not re-signing with the company when his contract expired. And so uh, Dean was getting babyface pops. Mm-hmm. And Vince put the, put the blame on EC3 for that. Yeah. And so he was an instantly in Vince's doghouse. Now, he has been appearing on Main Event. He had a mini story of his own where he was going through a losing streak. And I know a lot of people are posting uh, the side-by-side gifts of him during his entrance throwing to it. And, uh, of course, in the top one in NXT, he's all very animated about it. And he's, it's like he's generating the letters. And in the latest one, he's just, you know, doing whatever. That has been incorporated. It's, it's one of those weird wrestling things where you're in the doghouse but they still use you just in a way that sort of reflects you being in the doghouse. Yeah. And then you have to turn it into a character thing and a story thing. Yeah. So he had a he was on a losing streak, and then he just picked up a win against No Way Jose. Mm-hmm. So a quality win there. Huge W for EC3. For EC3. And uh, and I've not. I think that was. I don't know when main event drops. Is it on Tuesdays or Wednesdays? I don't. Know. Thursday, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's been one since then. Um, now I don't think he was on the latest one because I think War Raiders was on that oh, one. Jeez. Now he's got a. He's also got a red solo cup gimmick now. So there was a shot of him at the uh, Usos block party sitting while mayhem was ensuing behind him, just kind of sipping from a solo cup or holding yeah. it up. Yeah. And now he more or less goes everywhere with red solo cup. Yeah. With that same look on his face. Yeah. Um, but at least he was prominently featured in the elevator bits. One of the most on fr- Raw this past one week. of the most frustrating things about this entire EC3 thing is the fact that they had tested out EC3 and Drake Maverick as a manager wrestler team. Yeah, and which would have been great. I will guarantee you would be great. Mm-hmm. But Vince didn't like it. <laughs> Yep. Two guys, EC3 and Drake Maverick, by the way, two guys who I guarantee would do, they would, whatever you give them, they'd run with it. Totally. And, you know. They decided to give them nothing. Yeah. Uh, moving on, number two. Two. Sasha Banks. So she started out the year pretty good, um, winning the Women's Tag Team Championships at Elimination Chamber with Bailey. They were the first champions. Apparently, they lobbied extensively. For those titles. Yeah. To be brought in the company. To even be created. They willed yes. them into existence. Yes. And uh, apparently they were promised or assured or told uh, that they would be given extensive reign to help really establish those belts. Mm-hmm. And then they lost them at WrestleMania. And not yeah. only were they told they were going to lose at WrestleMania, apparently they were too told either at Mania or shortly thereafter, or I guess it had to be at Mania because she didn't show up for work the next day, Sasha, um, that uh, they were going to break the team up and be split up in the brand draft. And apparently be given singles pushes mm-hmm. uh, individually on different brands. Sasha didn't want that. No. Um, it seems to me, again, speculation, she really hasn't spoken on it, um, that it's another situation where she was told where one thing's going to happen, and that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And despite the fact that it's seemingly she might be in line for a decent singles push on Raw, uh, I can understand the frustration of being told, hey, this is going to happen. Last minute, no, not going to happen. Yeah. At a certain point, it, it's frustrating. You probably don't want to deal with it anymore. Yeah, completely understand that. It's one and thing. So she walked out. It's one thing to be because I mean, or was given a leave of absence. I don't know if that's ever been confirmed which way it was. There's there's some amount of like when you look at this list, you look at a guy. It's like who would you rather be, Sasha Banks or Robert Roode? 
Well, you kind of want to would rather be Sasha Banks, perhaps, because you have some leverage there. That mm-hmm. company wants you. Yeah, they really do. Um, on the, at the same time, when you're at such a, a high level in your industry, and you get dicked around like that, I think the the magnitude of that I think trumps somebody yes. who's just sort of in the loser locker, yeah, which yeah. is why she's so high on this. And list. I think I think also. Uh, if you're incredibly ambitious, like it seems like Sasha is, mm-hmm. and you constantly get told one thing, another thing happens. Yeah, I mean, there, that's that's butting a hedge right there. Yeah, and when you're a proven commodity as well in the business, you know, ratings were up during her feud with, with her main eventing feud with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the crowd loves Sasha Banks. She mm-hmm. sells tons of merch. Uh, it's it's disheartening uh, to you know come from a system in NXT a couple of years ago. Which she's spoken about, yeah. Which she's spoken about on Sam Roberts' show, where there is a vision there. Yep. And then here, it's just week to week. It's just oh, here's the title. And when you, you know, when you're in a big position like that, it's I would imagine it's just it's just difficult to sort of roll with all that. I'm mm-hmm. sure some people can, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, you know, when you when you expect some amount of um, competence when it comes to executing. Storylines. Storylines. Basic creative, yeah. And it's like, oh, no, we're going to do this instead. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's disheartening to say the least. I, I do think that she's going to be back. I mean, uh, Meltzer, I think, had said that she had had a, a meeting recently with Vince McMahon and that uh, she is planning on coming back. Mm-hmm. Just a matter of how, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how that goes down. But, yep. yeah, certainly, especially when you see... Becky and Charlotte main eventing WrestleMania, Bailey now SmackDown uh, Women's Champion, uh, and they're giving actually Bailey a little bit more depth to her character, a little bit more edge. Yes, um, and uh, and yeah, and then you're just sort of you know you sat it out, and who knows where she would have been? I mean, they seem intent on pushing on pushing Lacey Evans. Yeah, and I don't see I, Sasha wouldn't have been in that spot. No, you know I don't know where she would be at this point because yeah, if you either. look at the stupid wild card rule. It's basically ensuring that 90% of the talent in the women's division and the men's division are not being utilized, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. Moving on, number one. Uh, number one. Luke Harper. So, he started the year out of action. Uh, apparently, he was cleared, though, but they weren't doing anything with him. Yeah. Um, so, the story behind that, from what I understand, is that Eric Rowan... Uh, was hurt while member of Bludgeon Brothers with Harper. Yeah. Um, had to undergo surgery, and, Harper, and Luke Harper had a, a wrist injury of some sort and thought, well, I'll get this taken care of while mm-hmm. Rowan's hurt. Mm-hmm. So that when Rowan comes back, I'll be back full strength. Yeah. Um, and we can uh, reform Bludgeon Brothers and continue dominating teams in the SmackDown tag team division. So he's cleared, um, I want to say like November of 2018 or something like that, late 2018. Nothing for him. Yeah. Um, he finally makes his televised return at Worlds Collide in a match against uh, Dominic Dijakovic, mm-hmm. uh, which everybody says is very good. It's very good, and he really did sell it as... His WrestleMania, yeah. As his WrestleMania. As, hey, you know, we see this also with guys like Mike Kanellis and Maria Kanellis, where wherever they are on the card, they, sell, they try to sell the crap out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, continue. Anyways, yeah, uh, leading up to this match, Harper posted an extensive uh, uh, statement on Twitter, such as saying, this match means a lot to me. It's essentially my WrestleMania. Uh, please tune in. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't initially booked to be in the Andre Battle Royal. Last minute, he was put in it. Um, there was apparently some uh, botch spot with Braun um, that got us some heat. 
And then uh, he was supposed to feud, Luke Harper was, with Sami Zayn after WrestleMania. But then Vince saw a match that Luke Harper had against EC3. Yeah. Wasn't happy about it. I think that was a match where uh, EC3 came out with Drake Maverick at first. It might have mm-hmm. been. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it was. And was unhappy about was completely unhappy with Luke Harper. Also, apparently, Vince was unhappy that Luke Harper couldn't speak mm-hmm. with a southern accent, despite being from upstate New York. Um, uh, Luke Harper publicly requested his release via Twitter April 16th, which was subsequently denied by WWE. And not only was it denied, they added six more months to his contract. He was made an example. Yeah. Out of the... Yes, um, the, because yeah. his contract was to expire in November of this year, but due to his injury... They put six more months on his deal. And uh, nobody since has publicly requested a release. And I'd be shocked if anybody does. I mean, uh, Ty Dillinger did a couple months before Luke Harper did it. Yeah. And he was granted his release. Yeah. Luke Harper, not so much. Luke Harper, not so much. And then there was like, you know, there were reports. I think Meltzer had it that like he had gone to Vince and Vince said, go talk to Triple H and Triple H like ignored him or something Mm -hmm. like that. So I don't know, man. This is going to be that is going to be uh, a whenever he gets out, a fascinating talk is Jericho. Yes, yes. <laughs> or, or Stone Cold podcast. Hey, remember or going in raw. We hey, got Lobby yeah. Harper. All right. Hey, Luke. All right, Brody. Okay, Brody. Yeah, here's Brody. Your, here's Lee. your invitation. Open invitation. Open invitation to Brody Lee to appear here on Going in Raw. Uh, we will put you up in the finest. Uh, guest room at my house. Oh, there you go! Wow, and uh, pay uh, plus for, accommodations. Pay for half your ticket. All right, economy plus. <laughs> He's a tall dude. We'll have to get we'll have to get an extra leg room for him. Okay, we'll figure out whatever that ticket is. Oh man, that'd be that actually something I put I put some, I'd invest some money in. Yeah, maybe that'd probably be huge. That would be huge. <laughs> we get our first million download episode we'll of we'll going see. in wrong. We'll see. Anyways, yeah, that's gonna be a fascinating one. We bring him in. We just have him play 2K19. There you go. <laughs> Brody Lee books raw. There you go. Yeah. So anyways, uh, those are the wrestlers we feel had mm-hmm. the worst mm-hmm. first half of 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know what you guys think in the comments. Thanks so much for watching. We'll be back live next week. Thanks. Oh, yeah, Monday. Yeah, Monday. We'll be back. This is going up on what day of the week? Saturday. Saturday. Oh, two days. We'll be live. Awesome. I'll look different maybe you'll probably be somewhat uh paler tired because jet lag and all yeah that's right i'll just be sitting here be over united kingdom for three weeks come back here and have to adjust back to california yeah. time not looking forward to that anyways thanks so much for watching until next time we'll talk to you guys later goodbye be a part of going in raw today at patreon.com forward slash steven larson Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.